show again um by the dip podcast where we keep it a bean try to make a little bit of green if you're watching this on youtube like comment subscribe if you listen to this on spotify apple music wherever you get your podcasts um you know also hit that notification bell you know stay tapped in i'm pretty fucking charged i'm big van vince sherv how you doing bro I'm good, man. Got a lot to talk about today. I know we're going over NBA tiers, NHL tiers, but also just a lot of stuff going on in sports this week that uh, a lot of headlines, I think, that we we both have a lot to touch on. Yeah, a lot lot of shit's going on on, um, for sure. Like, I'm just going to go ahead and get get my like nerd pro wrestling shit out the way so then we can just get, you know, to like kind of the more, you know, (laughs) sought after topics. But The Rock is fucking back, baby. Um, Hollywood rock is like evolve. Like now Hollywood rock is like, I'm just going down this, like this nerd rabbit hole. Like now Hollywood rock is like blastoids. Like he's, he's bigger. He got the crazy Versace vest, um, going through the like, AL. nah, 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 nah. Sing a long time with the rock is done. That shit's over with. He's working the crowd crazy. Um, the rock is so back that like nobody fucked with the rock a week ago and now everybody loves the rock including myself i always have one foot in one foot out um because i do acknowledge the tribal chief roman reigns you know what i mean i'll be out there throwing up the ones but at the same time i do fuck with cody um and if you finish the story it'd be clean so i always have one foot in one foot out <laughs> sure is gonna cook me after this but i don't care <laughs> i always have one foot in one foot out you know what i mean but like hey the rock straight up was like yo hey i'm bloodline type shit came through man just great crowd insults uh he was going nuts man he was like he told somebody he was gonna slap the herpes off their lips. The the rock is back. The the rock is back. Um, so I'm pretty charged up after that. I, I like I watched that right before we hopped on, and so like I'm just whew, ah, yeah, I'm ready. Like you know, what yeah. I mean? like put me in, coach. Like I'm I'm ready, bro. The rock's back. Yeah, I think like like a lot of other people, you and I know the rock primarily through wrestling from like. Growing up, watching in the 90s, seeing how he came up and, and kind of got his, his star power and, and came to fame. Um, this is very much akin to how he how he like the rock that we know. Like he's like kind of the guy that's that's a jerk, but he still makes you laugh. He's still entertaining, even though he's being mean. Um, and like you said, like over the last 10 years, like the rock was kind of corny. He was doing a lot of like overly positive baby face good guy stuff which like i guess like you know kind of some hollywood shit if we're just calling it what it is like he didn't want to ruin his image but i feel like now people kind of turned on the rock i don't know when it happened or how it happened maybe because of black adam maybe because he had beef on the set of fast and furious some ego stuff was going on i feel like hollywood kind of like he went from being the biggest guy in, in like action movies to damn near i'm not gonna say irrelevant but nowhere near what he was five years ago so I think this role for him coming back as a bad guy, it lets him free himself up, kind of let him show his ego, be who he act, who, who he actually is, not this like fake, fake positive guy. I love it too. I'm not going to lie. I'm not, I don't watch pro wrestling like that anymore, um, but I did see clips of it. I, I saw the, the full Rock segment. It was awesome, man. I mean, The Rock's just entertaining no matter what he's doing. I even like his bad movies, so I, I don't care. I'm just like... A rock guy through and through from like the pro wrestling days. He he has me won over as a fan. 
man, here's the thing. Dwayne Johnson, I don't really fuck with Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne Johnson, he's all right. Like, he's cool. I'm like, that, that's a different guy, though. But The Rock, like, The Rock is, like, back. And I think that's what's, like, exciting about it. Because, like, to your point, over the past decade, he has been a, like, massive movie star. And, like, uh, also, like, a really sick bodybuilder on the low. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so... He's been successful and shit and like almost like bigger than The Rock, right? And that's like kind of made him when he did come back to wrestling have to like kind of fit that superstar into his rock persona. And that just like cuz even when The Rock is babyface, he still got like a edge to him, like a, like a cut. You know what I mean? Like he's not like just like ultra babyface. Like The Rock is not Hulk Hulk Hogan. Like you know what I mean? Like that's or uh, Hulk Hogan, <laughs> excuse me, shit. Um, yeah. But, like, that's not The Rock's character, right? Like, it's not John Cena. It's not, like, the ultra baby face. That's not part of The Rock's, like, shit. So now that he's, like, back, bro, it's, like, it almost enhances his movie star shit. Like, now, and also, too, whatever, bro. Like, I'm kind of marking out a little bit, but, um, like... Seeing him just be the movie star guy and like, hey guys, this is DJ. I want to promote this bodybuilder spray tan lotion vodka cocktail gym. Like, you're like, man, I don't give a fuck about that. Like, cut a promo. Cut a fucking promo right now. Like, fuck that. Like, you better cut a promo about this fucking cheesecake vodka. Like, what the fuck are you doing? You're the rock, right? So, um, it was nice to see the rock back in the element. Um, I'm like, I was like, yo, I threw up the ones at the end. I'm like, yo, Bloodline is like incredible. That shit's undefeated. Um, and yeah, I'm the person that roots for the heel more than the baby face. But Cody's a really, really good baby face though. So that's why like still I'm like, hey, shit. He finished the story. It's going to be clean. But eventually we're going to get Rock and Reigns and that's going to be a fucking banger. Um, it might happen like after mania i think maybe like cody does win somehow there's like some kind of kerfuffle with like the rock or he's like hey yo roman you a fucking bitch bro if that was me he wouldn't even have that title and then next thing you know they gotta run it at like the next uh pay-per-view or whatever they call it now like the pre-paid event um but yeah that's right that's why things going down um you know that's that's my wrestling segment right now bro i'm pretty pumped man rocks back that's awesome, man. You'll have to keep us updated on, on what happens there. I, know. <laughs> I won't have to do much because that's how big this is going to be. It's going to be so big. Wrestling is back, baby. Wrestling's making yeah. a comeback. The Rock's back. Wrestling's back. What are we talking about? Awesome, man. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Franiac's going to love this segment. So, yeah, let's – um, <laughs> let's. Hey, who knows, man? I mean, The Rock does have a lot of star power and, and – and, just to, to put a pin in it, like, you're right. The Rock is a character that Dwayne Johnson plays. When you think of it like that, like, you know, and yeah, like you said, like Dwayne or, or The Rock, I don't know which one we're, we're calling him now, but um, even when I he's a good so guy. interchangeable, right? <laughs> it is. Well, yeah, well, he's one of those guys where he's always in character, even when he's just being a regular. It's, it's, it's kind of weird. It's like Hulk Hogan, but yeah. Um, yeah, even when he's a good guy, he's like kind of has that, that certain twang to him you know where he's like i'm better than you even though i'm a good guy like i'm the rock you're nobody you know which is cool that's it's weird wrestling's weird we like that kind of stuff all right but kind of kicking it like away from like the pro wrestling shit into kind of like you know um the sports news kind of arena um 
What's your thoughts on the Draymond Green shit? Like, I seen the mic'd up thing. He's over here, like, you know, calling people pussy, bitch-ass nigga. Like, he's going crazy. Um, He's over here doing the faux ring shanking. Like, he's, I don't know, bro. Draymond, I don't know. This is after he slapped a man. Like, I don't know. Draymond's wilding out this year. Um, But, like, I'm going to kick it over to you, bro. Like, yeah. like what, what do you got? I, I just, I think he got problems, bro. I think he got problems. He got a chill. He's wilding. That's me. But, like, what, what, what do you think? What do you think? How you feel about it? I think he has problems, too, man. I think that he, <laughs> he, he just came back from his, his supposed, um like, I, I don't know what you'd even call it. Like, I, I call it a PR stunt where, like, a he just went away for, like, a, like a handful of games. Like, he went away for a road trip, and then he came back, and, like, nothing <laughs> changed at all. Like, I don't know, man. Like, something about Draymond. And just to, you know, reiterate what you said, he was saying that to Paul George. So, like, you know, Paul George is a real guy. Like, he's, he's, he's a star. But I also saw, I saw a video of him of him getting tangled up with that guy on the Pistons, Isaiah Stewart, I think is his name. The guy yeah. that, like, like, that dude, Isaiah Stewart guy though, he's always doing that. Like I'm like, what are you doing? Like you know I feel what? Like he's always Draymond, doing something like Draymond that. backed down from him, and I was like, Draymond knows what he's doing. You know, like I don't think he's ever gonna get in a in Jokic's face or like I don't know. I just see him go after people that are just easy targets, and that's kind of Draymond's thing. He's he's the bully on the on the basketball floor. I don't mind the trash talk, but it really, it just rubs me the wrong way, the way that Golden State, the organization handles it. And what I mean by that is Draymond has been getting away with this stuff for damn near a decade. Like, you you rewind back to when they were winning championship titles, and I think this was before that this became such a recurring thing with Draymond. Like, nowadays, Draymond does anything. He's all over the media. He's all over X. He's all over Instagram. Like every station's reporting on it. It gets exhausting. I think that's kind of why I'm sick of Draymond too, because like he does anything. Like he'll, he'll get ejected out of a game, then he's on his podcast like two hours later talking about. It. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> the thing here? about that injection was I didn't even say anything crazy to the ref. Like he he's like he is everywhere now. Like he's like he's literally <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> but I just Vince, big Vince, I just don't like how the team sweeps it under the rug. Like Wait, Steve like, Kerr. Okay, like who? Like so, where do you, sure. where do you think it stops? You think it's like ownership down is on this Draymond Green train? Do you think it's something where it's like the ownership is like, "Ayo, I trust like the GM and Kerr, and they got this shit." Or like, what 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 is your thoughts? Like, how high do you think this goes? I think it goes. Hmm. Do I? I don't know about the ownership situation with the Warriors. I feel like they have a lot of like private equity guys who are just like investing in there. Like they're mm-hmm. just there for the money. You know what I mean? But when we talk about like like the the GM and stuff like that, yeah, I think they're definitely implicit into it. Okay. Um, definitely Steve Kerr. But when you think about the culture for the Warriors, like in the locker room, it's Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and Draymond Green. Um, I feel like if any one of them, if if, if you cross any of them the wrong way, you're kind of screwed. Um, because at the end of the day, I think leadership, like upper management, will listen to them more than anybody else. And we saw that with Kevin Durant. Like Kevin Durant and Draymond Green got into that that altercation fight whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. on the court and you can say kd was being sensitive looking back on it looking back on it knowing what we know about kd he is sensitive he's freaking out over everybody on twitter he has multiple <laughs> burner accounts that he's admitted to like anybody says any dude you can tweet at him he might see this he might see this and get upset and tweet us something from his burner i don't know like he's that <laughs> sensitive like straight up <laughs> 
Hey, so but least, hey, thing- I do respect that Katie will admit it. He'd be like, yeah, I did that shit. And <laughs> lately, bro, lately, he just pop off on people on his Twitter, like, just straight up. Just like, hey, like. He does. I do respect that, bro. Like, I respect that. Like, at least he, like, just run up on you. I guess but, so. Yeah, yeah. I, I do and I don't. I do, but I'm like, what are you doing on the other, like. <laughs> I don't know, man. Hey, like, you know what, though, Big wild, Ben? He's a wild boy, for sure. He's crazy, yeah. <laughs> it's also impossible for us to know what it's like to be as scrutinized as an NBA player like Kevin Durant is. Like, let's be honest. Like, we have no idea what that does to you mentally. I don't know. That's that's a whole different psychological thing, but... That is. I just remember when KD and Draymond got into it, I saw an uh, interview recently of KD saying, like, what really got me upset was the fact that Steve Kerr didn't step in and do anything about it in the locker room. Like literally we just went to the game, the next game. And he was like, Katie was waiting for Kerr to say something. And he didn't, he just kept not saying anything, not saying anything. And it just turned into like, Oh, this is just Draymond being Draymond. You know, Draymond is just a a wild card. Like this is just who he is. Yeah. And I I know that's what, that's what pissed off KD a lot. Nah, I mean, and that's fair too. Like, because, like, you would think that, like, that would be addressed by the team. And I think, like, in other locker rooms, that would have happened, like, even if it was, like, the Draymond Green of the team. Like, so, nah, I do remember hearing that. That's, that's yeah, I don't know. But Draymond also had, like, the Jordan Poole thing, too. That was crazy. He did. And, and you know that, and, and I would implore, Gilbert Arenas had a great segment on Nightcap with, with Unk and, and Otro. Um, where he talked about, I don't know how he knew, but like he had like all the tea on what actually happened. It, it, it boiled up over like a course of two days, apparently. Where like the first day, um, they were they were scrimmaging and Jordan Poole just was cooking everybody and talking a lot of smack. And the second day, Jordan Poole wasn't scheduled to play, but Draymond was, and like Draymond was hella butthurt about it, so he was like talking shit to, to Jordan Poole, rallying him up. And Steve Kerr was like basically instigating the whole thing, you know, and he was like. You know, yeah, yeah, Jordan Poole, you should do that. You should go say this to, you know, stuff like that. And then eventually we saw the video. Like, Draymond just freaked the fuck, he just freaked the fuck out and just punched him out. So, like, <laughs> what happened after that, Big Van, is absolutely nothing. Steve Kerr didn't say anything. He's like, oh, it's Draymond being Draymond. We're going to handle it internally. And then what happens? Yeah. Draymond gets sent away for, like, you know, an extended period of time, comes back, seemingly nothing changes. Jordan Poole, never really the same player. He gets traded away. So, I mean, if you're Kevin Durant, and you're Jordan, dude, Kevin Durant, during the parade, Bob Myers, the GM, you want to talk about how, how high up this stuff goes with like a toxic leadership, Bob Myers mm. at the parade, like a couple days before he was on record saying, Hey, KD, like during contract neg- negotiations, he can get whatever he wants at the parade. You know, people were drunk. We saw the, the parade right now with, with the Kansas city chiefs. Everybody's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> like everybody's just <laughs> He's out of control. People yeah. are drunk, but you know, when you're drunk, you know, you kind of sometimes you say the truth, right? Yeah, well, you got to um, pop off a little bit at that point. Like, you know what I mean? You can't help dude, it. <laughs> dude, they, they asked him at the parade, Bob Myers, like, hey, so like, you know, like you said, you can, KD can get whatever he wants, right? And, and Bob Myers and Steve Kerr just laughed it off. And we're like, nah, we were just saying that. And Steve Kerr's like, nah, we're thinking, he's like, he's a mid-level player. I'm like, bro, how are you going to say this to Kevin Durant? Like, Wait, I, I they don't know, said man. That? I, I didn't know 100%. that. They said the mid-level player thing? Search Steve Kerr, Kevin Durant, mid-level. You'll see a ton of articles about it. It's crazy. It's crazy. Basically, he, he, and what he was saying, there, there was more to it, is like, he's not Steph Curry. He's, he, he, he doesn't get that kind of clout in this organization. What? So to me, that's that's where I'm at with the Warriors and Draymond. I think Draymond gets enabled by Steve Kerr. Um, I don't know, man. It, it's 
it's one of those things where when it was going well for the for the Warriors, and I don't know if you're pulling it up and if you if you can see anything to to corroborate that, but um, when it's going well, it's all good. But now that like the Warriors aren't doing that good, and the the, the cracks are starting to show in their foundation, or they have shown, quite frankly, with like Clay Thompson coming off the bench, he's never been the same since that since that injury, and Draymond in and out every game, and you know Wiggins isn't really doing shit, and. Jordan Poole was supposed to be the savior, and then what happened to him happened to him, and now it's just Steph Curry like fighting for himself. So, um, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I don't think Draymond or, or the Warriors are, are a serious team this year. I'll get into it when we do our NBA tiers, but um, yeah, man, I don't like that culture, and I don't, I don't like, I don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like them. <laughs> I mean, uh, right now, shit, Clay don't like him, bro. Coming off the bench, he's having little hissy fits and shit. Like, you know what I mean? He he did pop off, like, a couple games ago just because, like, his game is, like, more mature and also more skilled still than, like, the bench player guy. So, like, he had something crazy, like 35 or something like that. But, like, Curry went to dap him up because, like, yo, he ain't had a good game in a while and shit. And he's just... <laughs> It just stabs, stomps off. And I'm like, you want to talk about bad body language? I'm like, yo, like, fucking, yeah. come on. Shut the fuck up. Like, you're coming off the bench, and you're scoring 35, and your team is fucking winning. Like, you can still you, be you know, a reason why you know, they win. You know what The Rock says? Know your role and shut your mouth. Let's go. Know your role and shut your mouth. Like, you yep. got to know who you are nowadays in 2024. Yeah, that's it. Like, Exactly, like like that's what Russ had to do, and Russ is cooking right now on the Clippers. Like and the Clippers are cooking. Like I'm interested to see um, the thing. Like because you sent me the tears, I want to get into the tears. I'm really because like you sent me the tears. I've sent you my tears. I'm, I'm gonna go through for NHL, um, but we haven't like broken down like our reasons or anything. So I'm really yeah. excited to kind of like hear like how you're breaking down like your tears and everything. So like, yeah, me too. I'm, I'm ready, man. When, when you are. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Um, and I'll pull it up on the screen so everybody else can see it. But for now, um, I'll, I'll go through them and you don't have to wait for me, big van. If you have a comment, like jump in, okay. let me know what you think, because I don't want you, I don't want it to be a monologue, right? I want you to, to interact with this and, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And just to lay out, like, how did I come up with these? Like, I have the categories on the left with, like, clearly the best contenders. Then it's kind of like teams that are there, teams that are almost there. And then some teams that are just, like, straight up irrelevant where you don't, you don't even want to watch them <laughs> no matter what. Like, the Wizards and the Pistons. But, like, the shadow realm. <laughs> they are the shadow realm. Yeah. And they're going to be there for a while, it seems like. Um, but the way I look at it, when I, like, so let's start with, like, the, clearly the best to me and hey this isn't going to match the standings like i know nuggets aren't number one in the west right now but to me with what i've seen with this team they are the best team in the league judging by last year judging by this year i think michael porter jr i think um dude even their depth like bobby schmerda (laughs) i think i think aaron (laughs) i think aaron gordon these guys all play a part like these guys are all good jamal murray like these guys are all really good and of yeah, course, Jokic is the quarterback of that team. That that to me, like, um, you know, I, yeah, I know, I know we say it a lot, style. but he <laughs> he does that. He's the conductor, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then going to the next categories, the way I looked at this big van, if these teams all in the contender section played a seven game series, I think they'd go to seven. That's how I look at it. Wow, like, I can see the wait, Celtics wait, wait, playing. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, go ahead. All right, all right. So you're saying that everybody in contenders 
if they had a seven game series with each other and or the Nuggets, it would go seven. Not the Nuggets, but just like each other. Just each other, and that's why they're in the same category. Mm, wow. Okay, I like that. I like that. That's, you know what I, I like mean? That. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I think like Celtics, the T Wolves, the Cavaliers. Admittedly, I don't. I didn't. I don't have the the most visibility on the Cavaliers yet. I know like. I think they've won like nine and one of the last ten. They're really hot right now. Like I know, I, I know, like that, I know. Yeah. Spider's going crazy, but like, admittedly, I don't know exactly what's going on over there. But I'm going to show them their respect. Um, okay. OKC's legit, and so are the Clippers. Like these are good teams. I think if they all faced each other, it'd be really a competitive series. I don't think one team is cl- clearly better than the other one. Nah, I'm feeling that. I like that. I, I like your okay. contender spot. I'm, that's solid. Um, next after that, I got a few lucky bounces in their contenders. 76ers, mm. it depends on Embiid, bro. If Embiid's in, then I, I'm going to put them up in the contender spot. If they're not, they're dropping down to the Lakers Lakers, and, and the Heat, like all them. But since they're, you wow. know, I'm kind of like taking an average of what can happen and what, you know, with Embiid or without Embiid. So I'm putting them there. Milwaukee Bucks. I mean, I'm, um, I'm intrigued by the Bucks one. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm curious what you think. I mean, I think the Bucks, like, yeah, Doc Rivers, I know. The greater media has written off the Bucks because of Doc Rivers. I'm not there yet. Granted, it hasn't looked good yet. Damian Lillard has joined the team and made them worse. I'm just going to say it. They're not as good as a team as they were with Drew. Giannis seems more pissy than ever and in a bad way. <laughs> like he's not happy with his team. There's times where, like, I see Giannis, he's, he, he wants the ball in the post, but somebody else shoots it and he's just like, oh man, why do you do that? You know, mm-hmm. like really just demonstrative, like, I don't know, not in, not in like a good, bad like Kobe Bryant, Black Mamba way. Nah, you know yeah, what I mean? Just, yeah, no, it's just bad body language. Like just, yeah. He, it's like he, Clay, like you just mentioned, like what is this yeah. body language? Yeah, it's like this body, like this signal that you're like sending to your team is crazy, right? Like. Dude, 100%. Um, and you're the leader. You're you're Giannis, Mr. Positive. Oh, to, winning's <laughs> not everything. You can do anything you want. And now he's like, where's I'm my so basketball? I'm so happy because I haven't had Orioles before. <laughs> <laughs> girlfriend was like dip them in the milk and i was like whoa <laughs> like yeah <laughs> and then the media loves it like oh he's so yeah. genuine he's I, so innocent see, like, he's like us he's he's just he's just like us he's just like us because of those reasons that's why i would i would argue that they're probably in the good on paper but not there yet category i feel what? like there's a lot <laughs> up in the air i feel like dame has proved that he really impacts winning um, up to this point, and even with like Portland, when they've had their times of winning, there's always been a yeah, but attached to it. Like yeah, but so you're telling bubble. me Dame's not a winner? I don't, I don't believe so. And I've gotten smoke for this take too. Like, but I don't think that Dame is a winner. Like, I don't think that like he can be a one or a two and win you a chip. At least I haven't seen that yet. We have. Um, so just going off of what I've seen, I don't think that he can do that. Like when he was number one in Portland. The thing was, too, he was, like, number two with LaMarcus Aldridge at first. And that team was, like, pretty solid. Then they blew that up, and they put it back together. And, like, Dame was the one. And then they had C.J. McCollum. And, like, they were pretty good. But then they would get to the Western Conference Final, get swept. Granted, it was the KD Warriors. But still, it was just a bad showing. Then there's the bubble. He goes crazy to get him in. 
um, get them to the Western Conference Finals, and I want to say the Lakers swept them. And like, yeah, it's like AD and LeBron, mm-hmm. but it's like you didn't have your Allen Iverson game versus the Lakers in the finals where you just like take over every single thing and you like will it. Or even like the Trey Young kind of like legacy moment he has in the garden of like shooting down the Knicks, you know what I mean? And having New York go crazy. Absolutely. Like, so I just like Dame's big moments don't necessarily, like, I don't know. Like he has that shot or Paul George, but then they got bounced the next round. Right. So it's like the, the tail end of the story for him so far hasn't been that he's actually won, like in a significant way. Like I don't, that he hasn't even been to a finals yet. Like he's, Mm. Mm. He's he's kind of like the new Chris Paul. Like, wow. granted, Chris Paul is like older now, and he has made a finals appearance, and he has that kind of le- like legend legacy. But when Chris Paul was like Chris Paul, like Hornets and Clippers, Chris Paul, like uh, all of us in dorms and like parties and shit, and we're like talking basketball, like. We were like, yeah, but Chris Paul, he ain't, we can't, he can't win the big one. Like, it's always something with Chris Paul. Like, his was yeah. more injuries. I mean, Dame gets banged up too a lot in the postseason. They're both smaller guards too. So, I don't know. That's that's kind of where I would make that comparison is that he's going to end up being probably like a Chris Paul type of guy. But, like, I would argue that Chris Paul wasn't like a – like, the best Chris Paul we've seen was that Suns team where he was number three and older and just mainly distributing and then making shots in big moments. Like, whenever he's – kind of been a load carrier it hasn't really panned out so mm. that's kind of how i feel with dame yeah and it's funny and tell me what you think about this but i feel like when when dame was on portland compared to now it's a lot easier to play well and put up good numbers when you're on a team like portland where there's not really winning expectations and i think of kevin love in minnesota honestly like back in the day where he was like a double double mm-hmm. 20 and 20 machine has seemed like, but yeah, like that. That when he goes to a real team, right? You go yeah. to a real team, you're, you're you know, you got to play different. Now you got to play winning basketball, which is a totally different brand of basketball than like putting up 30, 33 a game. Like, I yeah, mean, I'll be honest, tickets. dude, I, I love Luca. I think Luca's the reason the Mavericks aren't going to like make it that far in the playoffs, not because of him, but because when you have the offense revolve around just one guy scoring, it just doesn't happen. That's not winning basketball. It's entertaining. It sells tickets, like you said. It sells jerseys. It pulls people in, but you yep. don't win rings like that. Um, um, I agree. Yeah. So well, yeah, with the with the Bucks, I agree with you. Like they they, they can move down a slot on the tier list. Uh, I, I guess I'm just holding on to faith that Gian, Giannis is having a good year, like basketball wise. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, gonna be yeah, wrong. Yeah, no. Um, I'm just holding on to faith that Doc figures something out, which is kind of crazy to say out loud, actually. Now that I hear that, it sounds silly. <laughs> um, and then I got the Knicks in this section where I'm like, I've been on the record about the Knicks. I think they're having a great year, regular season. I know Julius Randle's hurt. Let's see if he comes back. If he does come back, they might make some whispers. I'm not gonna say some noise, but they might, you know, they might wake you up with some whispers and like maybe get it out the first round or maybe go to seven in the first round. I don't see this team really making a run. That's just me. All right. Yeah, I think that's just me. I think with a few good bounces, they can be in the conference finals with a few good bounces. If Julius Randle comes back a handful of good bounces. You know, one good bounce would be Julius Randle coming back, playing at the level he's been playing in season. And if he does have a drop-off in the playoffs, not a significant one, right? Like he can go from averaging – I don't know what he's averaging. I think it's like 27 or something like that, 28. Um, If he can go from averaging that to like still like giving you 25, 
or something like that. Like in a playoff series, that'll work. They got OG Ananobi now. That gives them more defense. Also, like a two way kind of player style offense. Like, and Jalen Brunson, man, I fuck with Jalen Brunson. I'm a Jalen Brunson guy. I'm, I'm supporting. Him. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Um, yeah. Me too. The first me too. time my my first memory of Jalen Brunson is him winning me money. I remember. <laughs> I, <laughs> I remember he was on the Mavs. I never seen this man before in my life. I I don't I don't follow college basketball. I know he played for Villanova. I know he was a champion. I know about Jalen Brunson. I've never <laughs> seen this man before in my life. I never even heard his name before ever in my life. I put like four or five units on the Mavs, and then I bought the dip for another two units. And they oh, were getting their ass kicked. And I want to say they were getting their ass kicked by like Memphis or something. But mm. um, Jalen Brunson started going the fuck off in the second half. Just like <laughs> threes, fucking crazy layup packages. <laughs> like it was crazy. And then, then Lucas started scoring a little bit more. And then I remember like it got down like to like one of those like 103, 101 type games. And then like Brunson gets fouled splashes both free throws boom and then like mm. somehow the Mavs won and I remember winning money on that and being like Jalen Brunson is a god I'm and gonna I remember that, this guy yeah <laughs> <laughs> and um ever since then he is such a good over the take like Jalen Brunson is that that's mm. my dog I fuck with Jalen Brunson um, yeah for sure like shouts out to to Jalen Brunson like so I agree I'm, I'm kind of fucking with the Knicks. I, I'm kind of. I feel like vibes are high for the Knicks. I fuck with Knicks, but I think they're in a good, a good slot though for like lucky, a few lucky bounces, and they could, they could do some shit. I don't think it's going to be a whisper, but I think they could do, do, do some things for real. If Brunson's putting up like 35 a game, 40 a game in playoffs, and and Randall's putting up like 25 to 30, absolutely, those are the bounces that I'm talking about. Honestly, I think Anoba could give you like a good like 28 six game. Like for uh, like a game Jesus. in a series, okay, yeah. I mean, it, and I'd also venture to say, very true to hockey, and we'll get into that after this. I think playoff basketball is a whole different beast than regular season basketball, and I don't know okay. if the Knicks do they know how to play playoff basketball. We'll see. That's the that's the beauty of the playoffs. I mean, you got Thibodeau. Knicks gonna have to ease up on those minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, we'll see. Un- under this category, I got good on paper, but not there yet. Like these are teams where, in my mind, if you're playing NBA 2K, they're probably really good, and you could be cheesy with them and 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 piss people off and win some games. But like Lakers, Miami Heat, Pacers, New Orleans, the Mavericks, the Warriors, the Suns, and the Kings. Obviously, I you know the Kings. What we'll, we'll get into in a second. The Suns, probably the best team here on paper. KD, Beal, Booker, um. Dude, I just do not think they're ready. I don't know if they're ever going to be ready. I think you 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 <laughs> you throw KD on a team, and I think that hurts your chances. I I really really wow. believe that. So you you kind of feel the same way about KD that I feel about Dame. I mean, like he was a vital part of the Warriors winning. Can't you know? You know what? I he feel- did take the Nets the to the Eastern Conference Finals. He was like a that big toe of a sneaker away from going. He to was, he was, and he balled was, out that series too. But you know what though? Like how often does KD have those games? Like, like I remember more big Dame games than big KD games. If I'm being honest, I looked up Ooh. KD's like, cause, cause when I think of like the best score of our time, 
That's interesting. You know, I'm like, dude, this guy's like, this guy's had to have dropped like 65 before going off, just going boom, boom, crazy, like like damn near 70 points. Mm-hmm. Bro, his career high is 55. I'm not scoffing at 55, but to me, like <laughs> Jalen Brunson could, could put up 55. 55. I kind of, <laughs> in the context of Kevin Durant, I'm absolutely scoffing at 55. Like to me, like he should be putting up like like in 40s, no, dude. No, no, yes, and yeah. B does it in three quarters, 100. Mm-hmm. Um. Luca or dude SGA like these guys are better like I, I know it's crazy to say these guys are better scorers than KD. I think all right. Here's the thing though. I think like when people talk about KD being an elite scorer or like the best scorer is like how efficient he is because like he'll get 25 or 28 points on like 15 shots like and hitting all his free throws like you know what I mean so. With those other guys like SGA and Luca and even Embiid, like there's a lot of volume to them. Putting even Donovan Mitchell's another guy that can go like just fucking berserk and just get like mm-hmm. sixty. But like mm-hmm. he also is like going like twenty of thirty eight or like some crazy like that. Like yeah, on on the game that day and also went to the line like ten times. Like to where Katie will do that. He went to the line maybe like shit seven and he mm-hmm. hit like he shot like 80 percent like from the field that day and that's like damn like that's why katie's like well i don't know if katie's shooting 80 percent from the field man i i don't think he's that good <laughs> like 80 percent's wild <laughs> right. i might have exaggerated that <laughs> but he's efficient though you get my point right like he, he's I get efficient. your point but i guess what i'm trying to say as well big van <laughs> is i think it's a mental thing with, with kd bro I think it's a mental thing. Like if you're down ten points, I'm not picking KD to bring me back into the game. I think he's he kind of defers. He shrinks a little bit. He's not really the guy with the, with the Mamba mentality. I, dude, you know who is De'Aaron Fox? He does have that mentality. I've been seeing it a lot more lately. I think he's getting more more rested Bro, and more what recovered. What did I tell you? I don't I don't know if I said it on our pod or or on um, Kevin Rayfuse's on D and D. Um. But after this all-star break, I told you he's going to, like, pick it up. You know, mm-hmm. the team is going to start gelling a little bit more because there's no more trade rumors. Like, now we're just going to work with what we got to work with. Like, Coach Coach Ugh. Brown was, like, fucking with the lineups this whole first half of the season, trying to see which cocktails kind of mix. And now he's going to start getting out, like, the real good lineups. And then we're going to, like – I, I really hope that's the case, man, because, mm-hmm. like, they, they beat the Nuggets recently, convincingly. Twice. Um Dude, who did they? Yeah, twice, right? Twice, yeah, yeah. Um, Sabonis leads Fox the league has been in playing double. amazing. Yeah, Sabonis, Sabonis leads the league in double doubles. He also is the triple double leader in the league. More Demonte than Jokic. Sabonis. Yes. Yep. He has more triple doubles than Jokic. That's insane. That's that, I, dude. I. That's why on my list, bro. I have the Kings. I need them to show me some consistency because no, originally I, I had them up there with the Sixers and the Bucks and the Knicks. But like when I think about it, I'm like the Kings in a seven game series. I can see them playing side by side with all these teams next to them. No, 100%. I don't know if they'd be. I think you know what I mean. I think you have us in the right spot. I think that so like the spot above us is a few bounces in their contenders. We need like five bounces. And then we're contenders. Like we need like two bounces to really like come into playoffs really well. Like we really need everybody to be healthy. That's a bounce. We need the bench to continue to produce. That's a bounce. 
We need Harrison Barnes to contribute. Dude, that's like five ounces itself. Yeah, exactly. Like Harrison Barnes being a major part of the offense and also not being like a defensive liability or looking slow, like actually engaged. That's huge. That's that's big, right? Like we're Kevin Herter too. Yeah, Herter too. Yeah. Um, So you know that's kind of what we need. We just need us to like kind of gel, focus, lock in, and we can be in a few a few bounces in their contenders, I, I believe. And the thing is, yep. is that when we play these teams and contenders, like us and Clippers, we usually have like knockout, drag out fights. Sometimes they'll blow us out. Um, OKC, I think we usually split games with them, if not win our series with them in the regular season. Um, Cavaliers, kind of same thing. We'll usually split with them. Like Fox has gone off on them. Uh, Minnesota, usually really good game. Sabonis matches up really well with Rudy Gobert. Um, Cat doesn't really bang down into the trenches like that. And De'Aaron Fox kind of matches up well with some of their slower guards, and he kind of eats. Keegan Murray also had, like, a pretty good game against them. Celtics, uh, the one game I've seen of us this season, Celtics fucked us up. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I'm saying that, like, you know, if we're locked in, we can be that, but we haven't done enough this season to be higher than where we are. I, I yep. think I, I, I like your this good on paper, but not there yet. Lakers, like, yep, no problem there. Heat, no problem there. Same with um Pelicans, Mavs, Warriors. Yeah, no, this this I solid. No, nothing okay. Perfect. Yeah. Dude, and after that, like it's kinda like gets into the into the who cares category because it's mm-hmm. like these guys aren't gonna be in the playoffs. If they do, they'll they'll like the Hawks will barely make it in the play in, but like these yeah. are teams that have some good players on them. Like the Rockets and the Jazz have have those guys. I can't pronounce their name. I'm not even going to try to. But they have two guys that are really good. Um, <laughs> the Atlanta Hawks have Trey Young. And, you know, the Bulls, Magic. Magic have, have good people too. So, like, these are Paolo, good, you know. Paolo's going off. Thank you. Paolo, yep, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and then after that, it's like the Wizards, the Pistons. Like, you know, like yeah, I can really, like, stretch and say Cade Cunningham is, is worth watching. Um I made some money off Cade Cunningham. He he can he can sneak Vegas out of a, out of some money sometimes. He can like, when that uh, when that over under is in the teens when it's like nineteen yes. and a half. It's like ooh, slam that because he's getting at least Dude. like twenty one, twenty two. Yeah, and at some point we should do a segment on like lines to look for because like I know De'Aaron Fox he's been dropping to like twenty four and a half. Oh yeah, I've been taking it. <laughs> Wild, just just like this is back what this is back to what the line was in the beginning of the season if you remember and we were yeah, just like. And- Boom, 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 winning, winning, winning every night. Yeah. I th- I don't know. I, I definitely do feel like, and this is something that like as a better, um, I think it's good to be aware of, and I don't always do this and I need to like check myself more, is that I'll bet the whole season, like it's the beginning of the season and the end of the season, which is bad because there's a lot of games in the middle where I'm losing money. So true. Because like I'm betting like how this team was in the beginning when they were hella hyped and fresh and playing like, man, this is how we're going to be this season or how they play at the end was like, all right, let's get ready for playoffs or like, let's finish strong. Like let's look our best. Right. So I think now we're getting into like the meat and potatoes of the season. All-star break is going to be good for guys to get that mental break. Also kind of heal up a little bit, you know, give the legs a rest. And then the second half I think is going to be where um, I think the first week or so, maybe even two if we're lucky, like overs are probably going to be a lot, a lot, a lot of them are going to be in play because guys are going to be mm-hmm. really up to like play these games. Yep. 
Yeah, I saw I saw De'Aaron Fox's post game interview. He was like, "I don't know why people say that we're already halfway through the season. We're more than halfway through the season. There's only like 24 games left, and we need to win them all. Mm-hmm. They're gonna come out and play." Um, and, and dude, such a good point you just said about like not making the same bet all year, basically, because like as the year goes on, it's a different team, it's a different player. Yep. I feel like in the NFL, Big Van, I get. I, I fall for that pitfall where I'm like, oh, it's like this team sucked. Like the Houston Texans were awful last year. I'm not going to take them this year. And then like turns out they're on an eight-game win streak or something crazy. Same yeah. with the D- Detroit Lions. So yeah. yeah, harder to catch in football because there's only 17 games. But with basketball, definitely have the opportunity to kind of like, if you're cognizant to it, to to catch that. Yep. Yep. Big time. Big time. Cool. Um, dude, that, that's my basketball tears. So I fuck with I'd it. love to yeah. see your your, uh, your hockey tears, man. Hockey tears. All right, man. Um, yeah. so yeah, you know, uh, go ahead, pull them up, pull them up on my end. Um, mm-hmm. so, um, you know, just kind of breaking down my categories. Um, I got division leaders. Um, so these are teams that they lead their division. So I just I off rip. I gave those teams like that respect of like your division leader, your number one, you're 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 in top tier. And also, okay. too, I do. I, I want to say this about NHL before, before I get into this. This season is kind of been like the wild, wild west. Like anybody can get it, anybody can get hot, anybody can get cold. It's not like last season where like Bruins were like the undisputed number one like teams. They're like fucking winning everything, or even like the comeback Cats of the year before, where it's like they can't lose. Like where you just feel like. Yeah. Every game, like it's like, nah, they're they're coming back. They can't lose. Like the only team they lo- they lost to like that was Tampa, you know, and, yeah. and Tampa was fresh off a chip. So you know, um, I don't think it's like that this year. I think this year it's it's pretty condensed. But I think you do got some like clear delineation. So I do just want to say that. Um, thoughts on the on the division leaders though. Panthers looking like a favorite to win it, um, to win it all. Canucks are great. I'm not there yet with the Rangers or the Stars. I'm just going to say that. I'm okay. not there yet. Um, Rangers, they're on a six-game win streak right now. Um, they're up five games and 12 points on number two, which is the Canes. I do think that in that in that Metro division, though, which like, you know, like looking at the tiers, like you can see like Phillies in that group, that playoff teams group, like that strong playoff teams group, along with the Canes is like at any moment, the Phillies could be number two. Um, I kind of feel like or not the Phillies, excuse me, the Flyers can be number two. Yep. Like the Flyers are uh, they are they're they look great. Like I think that last year was them getting used to torts and his system, his coaching. He was figure. he really took the year to figure out the team. He's like, I don't even care. Like we're shit. Like I got to figure out. The and team. he said he would too. Right. Yeah. And he did it. Right. And like, there's yeah. a lot of good shit coming out about torts and, uh, cams, uh, contract negotiations, yeah. and really like going to bat form. And I, I think that's awesome. Like, so awesome. I don't know. I feel like vibes are high for the flyers, but also the canes, man, I'm impressed by them. Like they have their, uh, their starting goalie's been hurt like all season and they're still fucking winning games. Like, I don't know. And I, I feel like that's kind of the Canes like story. Like that's their storyline is like, guess what? Like hell of our stars are going to be hurt in and out of the lineup and we're still going to win games. Like that's us. But I mean, really them and the flyers are kind of neck and neck, both at 65 points and um, 
Canes only mm-hmm. have one game up on them. Um, so wow, yeah. I mean, that's Canes only have one game up on the Flyers. Yeah. Wow. So is that a testament well, actually, to the they, Flyers, they, or is that they like, did, like they, did win t- they did win tonight? So I think they might be like two games up, and they probably oh who like who, who they faced tonight? Uh, I didn't know they played. Yokes. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, Smash damn, them, bro. Like five one. Should have took that. Yeah, we should have. Yeah. Yeah. They were so like minus cool. two hundred because I thought that was a trap line because I was like, this is a little too tight. Like why why bro, why aren't they minus four hundred? I feel like I'm not taking. <laughs> why aren't they minus four hundred? <laughs> I mean, yo, like, hey, I'm not gonna act like the Yotes ain't at the fucking bottom of the tiers list. Um, so, <laughs> but I mean, like, kind of like. The Rangers, bro, they're doing good. Dallas, they're they're another team where like they're trending up right now. They're on a three game win streak, um, and they're eight one and one in their last ten. Wow! And the last game I seen them play, they fucking obliterated. Um, shit, I don't know if it was like Columbus or somebody, like nine one or some shit. Like Jesus, so, yeah. The, the stars are stars are looking good. They're kind of picking it up, like. At a, at a good time, like for them, po- it's post All Star, right? So, with hockey, you know, the clock's a little bit quicker than with NBA. Um, so I don't know. I think they're kind of locking in. I feel the same way about the Canucks too, bro. Like, and they made like mm-hmm. some timely trades. Um, they're looking good. They're looking good, and they're they're like smashing teams. Like I know they had that ugly one against Boston, but like. The Canucks are looking good. Um, they're up seven one and two in their last ten and on a three game. Dude, winch. you know, you, you know what my thing is in my mind with the Stars, the Rangers, and the Canes. And I'm look, yeah, with those three teams, I really need to see it happen in the playoffs because the, I feel like the last two years, like at least for the Rangers and the Stars, were like, oh, this team's great this year. Like they're gonna. They're going to do it, and then they get, like, bounced in, like, the first or maybe the second round. Like, I think the Rangers lost to the Canes and then, like, the Lightning before. I don't know, man. I just need to see them, like, really, like, put that exclamation point on their season. I felt like last year was disappointing for the Rangers when they lost to the Canes. Um, The Canes were super banged up once again, right? Um, But I thought that was disappointing. When they lost to Tampa – in the Eastern Conference Championship, that was a good showing by them. And I must say that that went to what, what a series like six, yeah, was six or seven. It six went to or six, six, right? It was a crazy. It was it a was war. A, was that was crazy. the whole Igor is better, Vaz yeah, is better. Uh, that was nuts, man. Igor, that that playoff run by Igor was legendary. Like that, he he yeah. still has clout off of that run. Like he does. That was great. That was a magical. That was such a good playoffs. Um, last Dude, year, remember playoffs, that one game where like the. The Rangers backup goalie came in, had like 70 saves. I think it was the Rangers. I think so, yeah. I was, was playoff. Yeah, I never heard of yeah. the guy, and I still don't know who he is. But Wait, yeah, yeah that was anyway. the dude. He, they are like, what would you do? He was like, I ate some spicy chicken or something like that. <laughs> like, like spicy chicken, pork, and broccoli or yeah, something. Like, yeah, it was like, yeah. I, ate, I ate a bunch of pork and broccoli before the game, and I'm glad I did. Like, it was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was that guy? Yeah, 100%. I yeah, that, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I think that was yeah. – it was either Rangers or the Kraken. I don't know. But I want to say it was the, the Rangers. Cavs or bro. someone. I forgot. Someone. Who I feel like it was the Ra- – I, I don't know. But yeah, go oh, ahead. Man. Sorry about that. That was that nice, But yeah, wow. Shout out to that, that guy. That was fire, bro. The <laughs> Kung Pao chicken guy. Like, he, yeah. <laughs> he's a god. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, he is a god. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so also too in my playoff team bracket – so I, I'm going to move on to the playoff team bracket, right? I feel really – 
like Vegas, they're obviously going to be there. They're going to be contenders. They've been fighting through injuries too. Them and the Canes, I'm impressed with. Like really, a lot of injuries. They're battling through. They're successful teams. They're winning. Um, you know, as far as like where they're at in division, Canes are two. So are the Golden Knights. And like not by well, Canes a little bit more than the Golden Knights, but the Golden Knights, you know, they're not far off. Um, you know, they go on a streak and the Canes get a little, um, the Canucks get a little cold and boom, they're number one. So um, I feel good about them. Philly, I think, is trending up. Tampa, I think, is trending up. They're they're both like three seeds that I can see becoming, or not three seeds, but three in their division or third. And I can see them moving up to the second place or even if the first place team falls off, they can also win it. I think like with Tampa, um, they're back. I'm sorry. Like I'm just gonna say, like I think I think the Bolts. Are Whoa, back. they're back. I think they're back. That game versus the Avs made me feel like, nah. I think I think they're back. Vaz, Dude, that was Vaz, a crazy game. He made some big saves. Cooch is like mm. scoring the puck. He is he's a points machine. Like he he like he's the best player in the league this year. Like. Like Kucherov, wow. Kucherov is he's gonna win MVP, and the over front, McKinnon. Uh, yeah, the, he just went toe to toe with McKinnon. I mean, granted, McKinnon did get hit in the face with a puck and then came out like what, like <laughs> what a tough son of a bitch. Like what the fuck? Like that's crazy. Yeah. Like so, shouts out to McKinnon. Like hey, not, nothing against Lil Mac, man. Like not like hey, nah. Nathan McKinnon is is, is that dude. So like I'm, when I say <laughs> Kuch is gonna win, I don't say that lightly. Like I'm not saying like he's gonna win. Everybody else is a bum. Like not nah, like if McKinnon wins it, like I'm like. Well, shit, hell yeah. Like, I'm glad he won it because he's also going yeah. off too. But they went head-to-head. I thought that was, like, a pretty big game, especially with, like, Cooch getting that fire for mailing it in um, for the All-Star oh game. Oh, my God, yeah. He just did not give a fuck. But that's fire, though. That's that's one of the reasons why Kucherov is one of my favorite players is because he kind of doesn't give a fuck. Like, he's just trying to go out there win for his team and, like, get paid. Like, what we do, what we do. 100%. Like, you know, out there, he's doing his job. Like, back up off me. Like, I appreciate that. Yeah. I'm right there with you. He wants to win. Um, he plays like really with a real, I don't know, real pissy. I don't know how else to say it. Yeah. <laughs> just a real pissy guy. And I love that. And a hockey player. I just, I just, I think that the media might give it to McKinnon. Granted, I think they're neck and neck in points. You're right. Like, yeah, if either one of them got it, I wouldn't be upset. Now, if like someone like Austin Matthews got it, I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, that's ridiculous. He should not get that award. If someone I like mean, McDavid got of, it, I don't know. I mean, speaking of speaking out those guys, I mean, like, you know, they're they're next up on like kind of the tiers. I mean, I got the Oilers above the Leafs. I got the Oilers in solid playoff teams just because they've already proven that they can get hot, play good hockey. Um, goaltending can make some stops and make some saves when they need to. Doesn't mean that you're not going to be scoring three goals on them, but like they'll make sure you don't score a fourth. And then McKinnon and Drysaddle and all the other weapons that they have, um, Kane, uh, just they got so many. That I saw, I was watching the game the other day. Corey Perry scored one in the front of the net. Like it's Jesus, just, yeah, dude. Like they're the Oilers are nuts. So Oilers are definitely going to be playoff teams, but they're kind of they're one of those teams for me where I'm like, I got to see you do this shit in the postseason, like. I I was watching something. It might have been the point, um, and they were saying that the Oilers front office is going to be aggressive, like at the trade deadline, because they they feel like this is going to be the year that they get McDavid over the hump. And I okay. kind of feel like because McDavid is also kind of pissy and really competitive, 
in a different way that Cooch is. Like, Cooch is, like, yo, I don't give a fuck about, like, all the extra shit. But, like, I feel like McDavid, and obviously I don't know this. This is speculation. But I feel like he's a he plays with, like, an edge of, like, yo, like, you really saying that, like, McKinnon and Kucherov and all these other guys are, like, around me? Like, I'm the fucking best ever. Like, look, look, how, look how well I can do yep. every fucking thing. Like... He had six assists the other night, like six assists. Yeah. That's crazy. Like Against that's Detroit, why Detroit, right? That was crazy. Yeah, like what the fuck? So I think if he gets into a finals, it probably might not be smart. But I'm going to be hammering them if they get up in the finals. If they get in the finals, they're a team that I would not mind hammering. But um, so, but kind of going on to Boston, I think they're trending down, but they're going to be a playoff team. I mean, maybe they'll wake up. They're they got vets there, but I mean they're five four and one in their last ten. They're on like a three game losing streak, so yeah, um, not really good. Abs kind of in a similar boat. I mean, like I think they're maybe two. Yeah, they're two in their division, not by much either. Like, um, but they just haven't looked good. They're four five and one as well. Like, so I think they're going to be playoff teams, obviously, but I don't know how well they'll do. And the Jets are kind of being a surprise for me. Like they're kind of cooking. Like. Them, they're kind of like the Oilers a little bit where, like, man, they can go on runs and just, like, stack up wins, you know? And Helia Buck is pff, that dude. Like, he's he, he's a really sick goalie. Like, he's really, really good. So um, Kyle Connor is also really, really good. Like, they, they got some players there. Um, and we got Nita Ryder as well um, this year. So... Jets look good. I think they're going to be a playoff team, but let's see what they do postseason. And then uh, I got the spicy low seeds um, next. Mm. So this is where I'm putting the Leafs. Like Austin Matthews is an amazing scorer. He's a, an amazing scorer. He's he's probably going to win the Rocky Richard Trophy, right? Um, yep. And Nylander is a dog, and he will close out a fucking game. He will also get hot and have – two, three goals in a game. They have players. Like, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with the Leafs. Like, I just feel like they should be fucking better than they are. And they're just not. Like, and they fucking lose games that I don't think they should be losing. Like, they, and the thing is, too, is, like, I feel like they're living and dying by, like, OT wins and OT losses. Like, almost. Like, I kind of want to, like, double check that. But, like, yeah, dude. Like, I don't know. Like, they're not a bad team. They're also fourth in the Atlantic, not far away from Tampa. They're two games back and have one point less than them. Um, but if playoffs are today, the Leafs would be a wild card team. Like that's that, that's how they've played this season. So I'm just like I'm kind of like I'm over the Leafs. I'm like welcome to another first round fucking exit, and you just wasted Austin Matthews like amazing scoring season. Like yep. congratulations fucking toronto congratulations you're wasting yeah. austin matthews yeah. congratulations you just signed nylander he's gonna score a bunch of points and be hella fucking sick and awesome you guys aren't gonna do anything like i don't know like i don't know if it's their goaltending they gotta figure some shit out like so that's why they're just they're spicy yeah. low teeds like low low seeds for me where it's like i y'all think probably gonna get bounced in the first you might make it to the second and get clapped Dude, I think I, I agree completely. I think their coach, Sheldon Keefe, is a creep. I think that guy doesn't know shit. I think their <laughs> goaltending sucks. <laughs> I think they're a team that plays down to the team that they're playing against. Yeah. Like, you saw the Flyers game the other night, right? Yeah, bro. That was crazy. Like, it was nuts because, like, I feel like Matthews had a hattie in the second yeah. period. Second period. 
So uh, why the fuck are you losing that game? And then I think Nylander got the clutch goal. So it's like, thank God for your mega stars because you guys are just fucking pissing away games. And like, I don't know what it is, dude. You're right. I I just don't get it. I don't get it. I don't know. My boy Moose, he's a Leafs guy, and he hit me up the day before the the Flyers. He's always chirping me, bro, about the Flyers. He's like, <laughs> he's like, tomorrow the Leafs are missing Marner, Riley, Nylander, and Tavares. If your team loses, that's embarrassing. So I like, I'm like, dude, they're all out. Like, no way. I'm gonna hammer the Flyers, bro. Yeah. I put the bet in. Next day, I see they're all playing. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? <laughs> the fucking Leafs won. I'm like, are you dude, that was the worst intel I ever got in my life. <laughs> Oh my god, bro! That was crazy, bro. That was an industry plant move. That was crazy. (laughs) Like Vegas hit him up. Was like, yo, man, tell him this shit. Let's take his money. Hey, spread this false narrative. (laughs) (laughs) Awful, bro. But yeah, bro. I'm I'm like, yeah, I'm fucking sick of the Leafs, bro. And also, too, like, I'm sick of the Leafs fans. Like the fucking we want Florida. Then got clapped. Like I'm like, yo, see, y'all just y'all 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 just not about business, bro. Like y'all don't stand on business. Like y'all like the Leafs do not stand on business, and that's the reason why they should be in the playoff contenders bucket, but they not. They in the spicy low seeds with Jersey and the Wings, Mm. and the Wings might end up being like something like you know patrick kane came back again i think like so i don't know i've also heard detroit is trying to like make some more trades too like detroit's kind of like yo we gotta fucking go for it like we got debrickant we got larkin we got kane uh we got cop like they got some they got some boys over there they got sprung they got some boys over there i fuck with detroit um you know their their goalie is good too he's solid um I don't know. So Detroit can make some noise. I mean, LA too. They can get hot. Blues are hot right now. I want to say they like are like eight one and one in their last ten or something like that. And the Preds mm. like they always kind of stick around. They might fall ass backwards into the playoffs, or they might fall ass backwards to Cancun. Like who knows with the Preds? Yeah, so they're always true. a little spicy. And I, I mean, um, Soros is is a great goalie, and you know they got. Um, Forsberg and you know they, they they got some boys over there like that's not a team to be slept on so they're spicy um then I got mid just this is just the chamber of mid cracking caps paying penguins like penguins what the fuck are you doing uh flames what the fuck are you doing like you guys are better than this like what the fuck like come on like, the, the caps are better than both those teams they're fucking like old and just piecing shit together you guys, yeah fuck the wild same thing i'm like okay sick just waste like kuroka caprice off like fuck it like okay mm-hmm. like what the fuck are you guys doing mm-hmm. um habs like like okay welcome to young scoresville like that's the that's the fucking houston rockets of like hockey it's just like yeah we're fucking just we're getting goals baby yep. we're, we're letting up goals and we're getting goals Sens yep. are kind of like that too like that's their vibe too like and they're over in the like hey like you ain't doing nothing like like what are you doing like Sens are just giving up goals letting goals happen same with like savers and fucking i can't believe that like johnny hockey ended up going to the fucking blue jackets and the blue jackets are just Dude, like, i forgot i forgot that guy existed that's how irrelevant bro, he's become it's insane bro it, it, that's another Thank team God like, the what Flyers the fuck didn't are you guys doing like they shouldn't be that bad bro like they got a patty lenane or like i think i might be fucking up his name but he's hard would, he's a, he's, yeah i know who you're talking about like, bro like he's he's a good he's a good ass player and like i don't know and think about az that same thing it's like they'll have a game where they look really good then they'll like shit three times ducks are just <laughs> erratic and young like chicago mm-hmm. like you guys have bedard 
that's it. Um, yeah. And then the, the Sharks, like, you know, shouts out to the squad, but they are just a wasteland. Like, I mean, <laughs> like we, we went on a crazy losing streak to start the season. The GM came down and had to give a speech. Like, it's <laughs> it's not looking good. Like, yeah. it's not looking good for us. So, that made a difference, and, and they won their first game against dun, 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 the Flyers. <laughs> <laughs> Typical Flyer fashion. Unbelievable. <laughs> but yeah, bro, that's a uh, that that's it, bro. That that's my NHL NHL tears, bro. So you know, what what are your general thoughts on that? Uh, I think it's great. I think that a lot of parody in the league. Like, you know. I, I'm not there with some of these teams, but I see where you're coming from. Um, like who? I feel like the Oilers have lost. The Oilers have lost to the Kings in the first round, like the last like two or three years or second round. I don't know. I could be wrong. They but like, play. I also feel like the Kings, the LA Kings are always playing at home. I don't know. Maybe it's just <laughs> the games that I'm watching, but I feel like every time I watch them, they're home. Um, Bro, every time I yeah. turn on a Kings game after a long day at like 9 or 10 p.m., they're at home. I'm like, these guys only play at home. <laughs> it's crazy. It's nuts, bro. I feel like they're always at home. Like, obviously, like, I'm sure the schedule was split fairly and evenly, but like, I literally feel like every time I see them, they're it's playing. It's very at home. bizarre, like, dude. It's nuts. It's very like, weird. I've never had a team that I felt like that before, but I also feel like obviously LA Kings and the Oilers yeah. in the playoffs, like, recently. Like, that's just. They're either going to like meet up in the first or meet up in the second. Sometimes the Oilers will lose. Sometimes the Kings will lose. Like it just yeah. depends. Like that's just like their destiny. Um, it depends on what the Oilers do at the trade deadline. Honestly, like I, I kind of want to see what they do. Like the Oilers, I don't know, man. I, I kind of feel like they don't need anything, but then I kind of feel like they do need something. I just, I don't know, yeah. like, but I'm not a GM bro. Like, I, I do decent in franchise mode on NHL, but I, I can't be in a front office, like for real, for real. So I don't know. Like, but. dude, I, I also look at some of these teams, like, I feel like the, the Devils are disappointing this year. I get, I get there's injuries, but like, I expected more out of, of them. Though, bro. It was a lot of injuries. I expected more out of them, bro. I really did. Um, I always expect a little more from Seattle, but yeah, I mean, I expected more from Minnesota. Same Buffalo. I don't know what's up with Tage Thompson this year. I don't. I don't get it. I, I I had him in fantasy, and it's like he would have like one crazy game, and I'd be like, "Oh, he's back. He's about to heat up again." And yeah. then just nothing. Like I don't know, man. I I know he he got banged up a few times this season. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, also too, like yeah. to the teams you named, though, bro, like the the Wild and also Kraken, like that's why they're just in mid, like they're midland, mm-hmm. like they're just like you know. I expected more from them. Isles as well, too, bro. I thought Isles were gonna have a, a pretty decent year. Like I, you know me, me man, I'm a, I'm a Sorokin guy too. Like I, I believe in the goalie. Yeah. Um, I like Barzell's. Um, they got Brock Nelson. He's still he's, he's a contributor. Like you know they they got some players. Like I just feel like they should be better than they they are. Um, but this is a perfect example of what we just talked about for NBA. Where like you got to bet this year, not last year. Like you can't yeah. look at the aisles and assume that there's still the same team from last year. Same with the Predators. Same with the Flyers, bro. Like this team's yeah. like making this team's winning now. Like yeah. I, I still can't confidently confidently put a bet in on the Flyers because I'm just like, dude, it's the Flyers. Like what am I doing? And then, of course, yeah. when I do take them, they lose. So I'm like, <laughs> I, I just can't do anything with this team at all. It's just FOMO. It's, That's all it is. 
Uh, it's uh, I mean the Flyers too. Like you know they had some goaltending issues. Um, you know, Dude. so I think I think that's also like yeah. A, you know, I don't want to give that to bro. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Car- Carter. Oh, I'll get a, into it. I have I have a I bought like a hundred and thirty dollar like sweatshirt hoodie stitched on Carter Hart on the back. Now I'm like, what am I gonna do with this thing? What am I gonna do with it? It's such a nice hoodie, and now I'm like, I can't even wear it, bro. Uh, I'm so I mean, mad. For anybody doesn't know, he's wrapped up in some legal shit, Team Canada, like sexual assault charge. So he's not playing anymore and it's not being supported anymore not great. To, to, to both so yeah yeah you can't wear that sweater out in public um i might just I tape if, it up and like i don't know just put somebody else there just like put a <laughs> who you gonna put so bad dude a so TK bad you put tk on the back just put tk don't even put like his full last tk though. that's it yeah <laughs> so bad bro so bad um, i don't know man i'm, I'm, not, I'm just a good tier list like Thanks, man. Thanks. Yeah, so I'm excited, bro. I think I think Hockey's gonna be be picking up. I mean, if playoffs happen today, it'd be it'd be lit. I mean, Tampa. Be- and I guess the I guess the last thing I'll say is is to your point, like this is such an up for grabs year. Like, mm-hmm. there's I have no idea who's gonna win. It's not like last year where like you knew Boston was gonna go crazy, even though they lost to the Panthers. But yeah, um, but the Panthers maybe there's so another team this year. Last year, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I don't know. The truck was gonna. One of the best, like in the in the postseason that we've ever seen last year. Yeah, that was an incredible postseason run. That was insane. I, I like. I don't know. Like, um, it's wide open. Uh, it's going to be really exciting when it comes time for us to like, kind of do like a bracket. You know? When yeah, we, when yeah. We do, like, a bracket, I can't wait for that. Uh, I'm, I'm really excited for us to get into NBA brackets and the NHL Stanley Cup brackets. Like those are going to be fun. Maybe we can do some March yep. Madness. I don't know shit about the teams, but we could do yeah. some March Madness. We could, I, dude. I don't know what's going on in college basketball right bro, now. I don't know shit, bro. I don't know anything, <laughs> bro. No, no cap. Ready? Can you name yep. three NCAA players right now in basketball? Yeah, because I can't. I'm just being honest. Like, I don't know what's going on. Bronny, Bronny James. <laughs> Mr. Three Points a Game. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you didn't say what caliber NCAA yeah, player you're right. you said an NCAA right. player. Caitlin Clark, be, I guess that counts, I was right? Gonna say, I, I, was, I was say, if it could be a woman, Caitlin Clark. Um, shit, what's her nemesis's name? Uh, Angel Reese. Oh, the LSU girl? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. She's she's fire. She she can ball out. Um, Bro, isn't that crazy that like women's college has more like listen as as people like like I'll yeah. put you in the same bucket as me. It's like not really following, but like I just catch the mainstream news of of what's going on. Like I see more women's than than men's. I think that's pretty interesting that 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 shift is happening now. Yeah, bro. I think it's like. It's pretty sick. I mean, they're just playing better ball. Like, they're just like, I think <laughs> what it really is. They really are. They really are, bro. Like, they just play basketball better. Like, the, the the men NCAA players, like, they're just jacking up shots and, like, trying to dunk and, like, just doing just stupid shit. There's hella turnovers. But, like, I watched, like, a little bit of the Iowa game because, uh, like, Caitlin Clark, right? And, like, I don't know, bro. They were moving the ball. Like, she got a crazy shot. Like, the, her jumper is nuts. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, bro. Like she beat like the or she broke the record for like most points yeah. in uh, like college women's basketball, and she did it on like a logo three. Like I was like, logo, Damn, bro. Like, yeah, dude. I have a lot of respect for her. She's, she's incredible. Nah, 
Yeah, bro, she's a baller. So yeah, I don't know. The, shout, shouts out to the ladies, like they really tearing it up basketball wise. Like I don't, I don't really give a fuck about the men's NCAA, but I do like. It's at the point now where like I'm checking for like the the women's headlines because they got like yeah. some ballers and they're actually like doing doing they're playing good ball. Like I don't know, like March Madness for the dudes is kind of like the only time I I tune in, and even then I do it for like a betting or like a bracket challenge or like a fantasy kind of thing, and so. I'm just watching these bracketology shows. I put together a bracket and I just see yeah. what happens. Like, you know what I mean? There's, yeah. there's no, I wasn't following or anything like throughout the no. year. There's times I wish I was, cause it, it probably would be cool. Like if you actually knew who these teams were and you're like, Oh, I, I got an inside edge on this, but like, whatever. I really don't care. I, I don't care about college sports enough to, to follow that that much. Like college <laughs> football to me is bad enough where like, Every every slant is an ADR touchdown, and you oh I lost my bet. <laughs> oh, we scored with five seconds left. I'm gonna win. Nope, ADR slant. It's over. I, I can't do it, bro. I can't do college sports. <laughs> the shank three pointer right at five seconds. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bro, there's, nothing it's more there's nothing more stressful to bet on than fucking college football. Dude, it's, it's awful, it's especially like when you're betting like like a like a, like a like a team that's just like a shitter like Texas, where like they just. <laughs> I can't, bro. I can't. <laughs> they just tank for a half, and the second half they have this comeback, and they still lose yeah. by three points. <laughs> <laughs> you just got sucked into buying and the then, dip, and you lose and again. Then, <laughs> yeah. And then the next week, you're like, all right, well, they're definitely going to beat East St. Louis, and the line is like <laughs> minus 1,200 <laughs> with a minus 15 and a half spread that's still like minus 125, and you're like, oh, yeah, I want to I wanna bet on this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane. It's, it's insane. crazy. Yeah, nah, I don't fuck with it either. But Dude. shit, bro. Hey, good shit. I was fucking with your tears. Like, let's see. You know, um, we're probably gonna have to do another one. Obviously, we have to do playoff tears next. Like, I think like like let's see how yeah. these ones ride out. You know, let's and, see how these shake out. No, let's see. Like, hey, you got any like you hit any crazy bets this week or any good good yeah, kind of losses? I had a really really good week. Um, I had a nasty parlay with Kucherov and the Lightning, um, Nathan McKinnon. I'll, I'll, I'll post that. A really, really good week with that. Um, I wish I went all in. I, I put a little conservative bet on that. But, uh, yeah, that was probably my, my highlight. My low light was, you know, shout-outs to Moose. Thanks for, for tricking me into taking the Leafs, dude, for, or into taking the Flyers. I got, I got played and, and embarrassed on that one. Oof. And also, last night, the Bucks, uh played, I think, Memphis, one of mm-hmm. the worst teams in the league, bro. Yeah, I tell you. And Damian Lillard gets stripped at half court and they lose the game. I'm like, what's going on here, man? Who is this guy? Yeah. We're going to blame Doc for that, too? I don't know. Yeah, not 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 good at all. Not good at all. Um Yeah, I don't know. I Actually, last night, I kind of hit like a pretty, pretty sick parlay. Had a... Had like an over in it in two different money lines, so that was a pretty nice hey. one. You post that, post that one. It has some pretty, pretty nice odds. So that was yep. good. It's one of those ones where I was like, "Damn, I wish I would have went heavier." Like I was kind of like, I just kind of placed it real quick, like in the middle of the day, and I was like, ah, "Let me just like, shh, let me just, just put put." Dude, those are the ones like that hit. Weird. It's so weird. It's crazy. It's the ones you don't overthink. You just vibe, you just vibe it, and, yep. you, and you go small on it. Yep. 
And so that that was actually a good one. That was a good little little baby play for me. Um, a disgusting one was the Kings loss to the Suns. I bought the dip a couple times on that one. Mm. But Sabonis's rebounds did hit, and so I did hit like a prize picks parlay on that game. So it was kind of bittersweet, but that that dip by whew, bad L, bad yeah. bad L. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a, that was a rough one. I, I watched that game. I watched some of it. I watched the first half, I think, but. Yeah, I mean Sabonis showed up, but um, yeah, I don't know, man. That the, but those are the kind of games where I'm like, I don't know how to rank the Kings. Yeah, uh, we're, we're we're trending up, bro. We'll, we'll be all right. We're gonna bounce back. We're gonna bounce back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, shit, bro. All right, man. Well, hey, as always, thanks, man. Like, hey, we, we're gonna get back at it next time. I'm sure we have some more crazy shit to say, right? Yes, sir. As always. <laughs> <laughs> all right, bro. Take care. All right, take care, man. Peace.